Welcome to Cancelled. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's the melodious tones of Miss Avery Moore. Hey. <laughs> How are you? You sound uh, uh, groggy. A little stuffy. Sure. Just a little stuffy. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like borderline allergy time. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's all year long definitely. for me. <laughs> Like, there's balloons in my face. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. How's, uh, do you have, like, uh, medicine? Are you one of the fancy yeah. people to get medicine? Well, no, I take, uh, just, like, Zyrtec. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it's too strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's things other than your stuffiness? You know anything fun this week? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna headline a show tonight. I had a bunch of fun shows all week. Nice. Where are you tonight? Uh, tonight I I'm at be out or anything, yeah. It's fun to talk about. Uh, Treehouse at Austin Java. Oh, right on. Word, yeah. word. It's is a that... venue with a tree in it. <laughs> it's sure. in the room. It's fancy. <laughs> it's in the room like that. Uh, yeah. Word. Well, let's get into Powers of Matthew Starr. So they've just completely fucking said fuck it to high school, huh? Like that, yeah. that's just not part of the show anymore. Yeah. Uh, this first episode, they have to protect. The daughter of some guy that works in the State Department, who's also a motocross racer. Uh A champion motocross racer, who's also a celebrity. She's somehow a celebrity, enough that there's a reporter following her Like from a teen magazine. (laughs) Yeah. Constantly trying to ask questions, but like his gag, like there's this gag with him where he's like, I just want the, I want them to know the real you. I want them to know what makes you tick. I want some depth. What's your favorite color? Like, he's yeah. just like, that's his running gag, <laughs> which is kind of dumb, except for the moment. There's a moment that made me laugh. All right, so Matthew and Shep get their fucking gold or their ring goes off to uh-huh. alert them to danger, which is a thing on this show now. Because he's about to get it on with his date. He's playing darts with some blonde girl. Yeah. Uh, who. I do not understand the I why they think it's better for him to have random girls no one cares about every week than Pam as opposed than our to our sweet Pam as opposed to Pam or as opposed to just a girlfriend that is established as someone he cares about so that there are stakes in the things that happen yeah right like we don't care that he has to dish this girl playing darts because I we don't even know her name at that point yeah he's just saying oh you're so great at darts but I can only assume he's also helping her cheat at darts right yeah. Yeah, it's just fucking. He's weird. always cheating. Yeah, but they're literally like, it's about to ha- like. Yeah, it's going. I down. was like, whoa, sci-fi <laughs> channel. <laughs> There's a going? bit of that. This episode, the uh, the motorcycle girl at one point as well is just like, they've known each other for all of forty minutes, maybe. Yeah, maybe, and she finds him in like. Some sort of barrel of water? I don't yeah. know what that thing is. It's like a t- water trough or oh, something. Okay. Like but there's, a, like or... Days, there's like lily pads in it. Oh, so it's just a pond. But it's but like a gets... man-made little square pond. Yeah, and he gets punked by these other dudes. So there's a, ba- there's a bad boy motocross racer who uh, he kind of showed up a little bit in this yeah. test run or whatever. So he has his muscle, these two big cowboys that follow him around, pick up, pick up Matthew and throw him in this man-made in pond In the water thing. tank. And then she comes across him, doesn't ask a single question about what he's doing in this fucking thing. And just start thing. making out. Just, and it <laughs> says, I wrote it down because it's fucking like real dumb. Uh, oh, where is it? She, she says something to the effect of like, Working on- I'm good at, well, he says what, like, did you start having a conversation about the race? Yeah. And she's like, uh, I'm good. Like, what makes you think you're that good? She's like, I'm good at everything. And he says, everything? And she's like, well, there's one thing I think you could help me with. And I was like, ugh. ugh. And, yeah. and she goes like. I always meet somebody I really like, and then I say the wrong thing and mess everything up. And maybe you can help me with my nonverbal <laughs> communication. Yeah. And they just start making out with him in this covered fucking... in pond water. It's like he's got like a fucking lily pad stuck to <laughs> yeah, his head. He's drenched in pond water. It's so gross. But then here's what I liked with that reporter: he comes running up and starts trying to ask him, "Are you her beau? Are you guys yeah. steady? What's the deal? Uh, answer me." And then he just goes. Hey, what were you doing in there? That I like very much because at least somebody asked the fucking question. Yeah. Um, so basically, there is a uh, they say they say he's an expert in abduction, who's this bad guy who's infiltrated her motorcycle <laughs> garage. Yeah. And he's going to. First, I thought so. He like 
until like, she got away, she's a tough one or whatever. And the the main bad guy who's pretending to be an I'm old like, woman for no discernible reason at all. Yeah. What was that? Did I miss something? <laughs> no, he just comes in. I think that's how they get past something, like security at one point. But then he's just always in the old lady outfit for the rest of the episode. <laughs> well, at one point he takes the wig off, but he's still wearing the Mrs. Doubtfire like, yeah. like, dress and fake boots. And, and earrings yeah. and makeup. I was, I'm, to be fair, I was pretty stoned when I was watching this, and like I was kind of, kind of taking a note. Yeah. So when they first introduced him, like he's being pushed in to a, in like a wheelchair into some building or whatever. Uh, and I only caught like the quickest glimpse like out of the corner of my eye, and it was off the screen, and I was like, oh, that looks like somebody in disguise. That yeah. can't be. And then, of course, that's exactly what yep. it was. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why, and I thought maybe I missed something. But yeah, no, that's just not. a nice old woman. Nope, nope, yeah. it's a man for no reason. So he gives the other guy this box that says, like, this'll, this'll do her. And, and then he says, like, adios, Miss Chandler, or whatever her name is. And I'm like, oh, they're going to blow her up. Yeah. Like, why are you saying adios if you're going to kidnap her? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So he goes and he takes his box and he puts it on her motorcycle. I'm like, oh, it's a bomb. He's got like a, a suitcase with a bunch of switches in it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's going to blow her up. No, that thing allows them to take control, like remote control style of her, of her motorcycle. Because uh, so, he's going to drive her. Because they, they say that the race is the only point where she's not going to have her bodyguard yeah. around her. So they're going to ride her. like. They take her off the track mid-race to kidnap yeah. her. It's real dumb, but we'll get to that. Um, the guy who... The guy who takes over the, the head... The guy is an expert in abduction. Yeah. He takes out the main... Like, the real garage... The real mechanic with a pellet gun. Yeah. And he shows very clearly... He opens... There's a thing, like a... Like, what you... I don't know if you've ever seen how BBs are purchased, but they kind of look like a... Can look like a... Like a can of dip, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so he's got a little tub like that, and it says pellets, and he opens it up, and he takes out a pellet. It's full of pellets. He puts it in his pellet gun. He shoots this guy with a pellet once, and he's... He's on the ground. And I'm like, is he dead? Did you yeah. kill him with this pellet gun? He shoots him in the stomach with pellets. <laughs> One pellet! And yeah. then it turns out, apparently, that they're, they must be drugged pellets or something. Yeah. They never explain that at all. I spent the whole first half of this episode... Like, that dude got taken out by a BB. murdered him with a BB, <laughs> and then later he shoots Matthew... To, and he, like, passes out over the side of this motorcycle, and I was like, oh, they're drugged. Maybe tell us that, and, yeah. don't, and also don't make a point of showing the thing that is just a store-purchased packet of pellets. Yeah. Like, show us that to show us what they are. It just, it was... Show you putting poison on it something. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. A, a dropper on it, and then it's, it's all you need to show. Yeah, right? no, Knock they just went into this guy's hotel room and just fucking <laughs> killed him. <laughs> it was very strange. Uh... I'm also like the setup. They, they're like, oh, like the government's involved again. But I wasn't sure why until they tell you, oh, the father works for the State Department. Yeah. But all of this just seems so complicated. Yeah, especially to try to get us to give a shit about this girl who honestly is kind of an asshole at points. Yeah. Uh, when we first meet her, so <laughs> Shep and Matthew are driving up to the racetrack because they're going to pretend. Matthew's going to pretend to be a motorcycle driver. He's going to, the chef's going to be the mechanic, and that's how they're yeah. going to get close to her or whatever. So they're driving up to the thing, and for whatever reason, Shep now has uh, a CB, yeah. a CB radio in fucking Matthew's van, <laughs> and he's super into Now, to me, it is funny, because there was, there was a point in America where CB radios were super popular. Yeah. To the point that they, you know, they were such a pop culture thing, they made it into these fucking TV shows yeah, and shit. Convoy, yeah, Convoy, all that shit. Yeah, and like all this shitty, like, see, oh, uh, over and out, 10-4, and yeah. I'm rolling, whatever, like, Yeah, stupid. Big Ranger, all right, Big Bear. CB <laughs> talk, exactly. Yeah. And Shep is super in the CB talk. He loves it. So when he shows up at this fucking race, he's talking in CB code. Like, the the... the fake mechanic comes up and like kind of threatens him and he's like oh i read you loud and clear i'm rolling out or whatever the fuck he says yeah it's just very silly to me um they have to get a motorcycles to to to, to compete and uh he, matthew's like we're gonna need some good bikes and he goes well here you go and then he's just got him like real shitty old bikes yeah <laughs> now i get like don't get him the like top of the line million dollar bikes because that's gonna look a bit obvious yeah but like 
they get should at least something. be fast. Yeah. Like, you, you want him to be able <laughs> to, to, be able to like, keep be up in the to back. save her. Yeah, you would think, right? No, he's got him like the shittiest Some clunker. <laughs> the other thing that's annoying me in both of these episodes, well, one, they've given up entirely on, on high school. It's just yeah. not a factor anymore. Uh, they are treating Matthew... They have seemed to forget that he's like a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. I maybe 15. The they make a whole point of it, like the guy he they wait 15 years. He yeah. just turned 16. He just turned 16. He is spending every moment of the show trying to get pussy. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Like the sexuality they assigned to the 16-year-old who that daughter, the the race car, the motor yeah. motocross girl, she's not 16. She's yeah. an adult. It's very weird. Yeah. Um but uh, when they first meet, so they're driving up in the van, they see her, like, do a jump and spill and wipe out on the bike. Yeah. And Matthew comes over to help, and she's like, did I ask for your fucking help? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, they pop off you, at each other. <laughs> he saw you trash your fucking bike. Like, he's a, that's just a thing any human should do. Yeah, pull over and see if you are alive. <laughs> or not, you're trapped under a motorcycle, and you're immediately giving him shit. And then immediately as he goes, he's like, wow, whatever, lady. And he goes to leave, and she's like, oh, oh your neck always gets so purple when you get mad. Which yeah. neck was not purple. It was no, very weird. not at all. Uh, he's like, yeah, every time. And she's like, well, does it fix if you get a smile? And now all of a sudden she's like, in the woman. I'm like, who? Yeah. What kind of now gross dude wrote this fucking woman's character? Uh, it's real gross. Yeah, they go from screaming at each other to like, hi, my name's Matthew. Yeah, <laughs> like, immediately helping her. And what's then like, up? And then they're making out like 20 minutes later. Yeah. Uh, they... She has to sneak out of her hotel room for some reason. I guess she's on got a the rope. bodyguards. On a, yeah, she makes up a <laughs> rope ladder to climb down of this window on. She's Luckily for her, Matthew's room is directly underneath her room. Because yeah. she just comes in the window. That's very convenient. Uh, and she's like, we're going to go out and fucking have some fun or whatever. Yeah. And Matthew's like, we can't. No way. There's no way I'm going out there with you. Not only can you... To do your job, you must. Yeah. You have to be. You with, need like, to follow You her. know she's leaving. You have to be close to her to protect her. That's yeah. your whole fucking point of this goddamn episode of Matthew Star. I just, it was very much annoying to me. Uh, did, was there anything jumping out at you? Was there like, I don't know, this episode just made me mad The mechanic? A lot. The weird mechanic guy? Like, I don't know. Everything about this episode was kind of strange to me. Yeah, well, so he's got this weird feud going with the other racer guy who's, like, shady. He's had his friends yeah. beating him up. When they're, when they're like, riffing on him and, like, ja- like, like making fun of him well, in that crowd of people wearing cowboy hats. Well, and all the, all the people are, like, laughing, like, ah, <laughs> and pointing at him. He says at one point, like, uh... Because he almost like bumps into the racer guy or whatever. Yeah. He's like, oh, why don't you watch where you're walking? Well, he's, he's looking at get the bike. Get out of here. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he goes, well, I can't get out of here. I'm, I'm going to race tomorrow. And he goes, you're going to race? What are you going to race on? A bicycle? And everyone yeah. goes, ha, ha. Everyone laughs. Just a group of adults. The funniest thing anyone's ever A heard. group of adults making fun of this teenager. It's a child. Yeah. Uh, that was really strange. Here's the, here's the other thing that annoys me with the show. One, they've gotten rid of high school. It's not a fact yeah. on the show anymore, which is uh, completely defeats the purpose of the show. Secondly, he's just constantly using his powers in front of people now. Yeah. He gets so mad, like, he develops a new power where he can make things look like other things. Yeah. Right? So, like, he points at a soccer ball, turns it to a TV. Yeah. He points at a whatever, turns it to a plant. And Matthew, and um, Shepard tells him very distinctly, uh, only in the eye of the beholder. He's like, he's, he's like, oh, I can change Presto. It does this, becomes yeah. something. He goes, only in the eye of the beholder. So the idea is that while it looks different, it's not actually different. Yeah. He's making this whatever. But he gets so mad and he, like he's staring at the guy, and then he goes, "No, why don't you grow up?" And, and the guy's cowboy hat. hat turns into a baby bonnet. Yeah, and the guy doesn't know, and everyone's laughing at him, and he rides away on his motorcycle with a baby bonnet on his head. And then one guy goes, oh, "I saw that trick on Carson last week." Yeah, no, no you didn't. No, uh, that's you a, fucking didn't. <laughs> not, a giant group of people just witnessed real magic. Yeah, and nobody's concerned at all. Nope. Nobody's like, "Hey, that's weird." Later in the episode. After so she's racing and it, it's fucking that motorcycle race went so long. Yeah, uh, Matthew's not there at first because he's been knocked out by the pellets. As is the, the other, with the pellet scene. So Matt, he shoots Matthew. Matthew falls over his bicycle. Yeah, it then cuts to 
or this motorcycle, and he's like laying across it. Then it cuts to Shep, who's like calling the hotel. He goes, "Hey, have you seen Matthew Shepard uh-huh. or Matthew Starr?" He's like, "No, I haven't seen him anywhere. Uh, he hasn't been. He went out running this morning, and he hasn't been back since." Yeah. And Shep's like, "Oh, well, I'm at the restaurant. We're supposed to be having brunch. I haven't seen him." The next thing is he show Shep goes to the place, the garage where the motorcycles are, where Matthew has been knocked out, and he's just still laying across that mo- like they've made no effort to hide that this knocked yeah. out man. In a very public place. It's just the garage where everybody's keeping their motorcycles. Yeah. So I don't... It, it must have taken Shep 20 minutes to get there. It just seems like the, there should be, no like... No one's found him. No one's It should be a it. bunch of other... Like, that scene would have made me laugh if, like, he just had to keep pelleting people who kept walking into the <laughs> garage to get <laughs> their bicycles. Like ten the people just, just sprayed out. out everywhere. <laughs> that's where all the fucking motorcycles are. The yeah. race is about to start. That should be a very highly trafficked area. Yeah. And she, he, Shep just walks in and goes, Matthew, and is immediately pelleted as well. It's so fucking dumb. But then the race goes on, and yeah. it goes on, and it goes on, and it goes fucking on. Yeah. For, like... Eight minutes. It's and most of the episode. It's like the last, it's the entire third act is this yeah. motorcycle chase. While the announcer of the motorcycle race, now some of it in the beginning, it, okay, you've got to get some points across. Everyone's wearing helmets. You can't really see who's who. Uh, so he says like, we have a problem. Racer Matthew Starr has not shown up. He's not in the starting yeah. block. Okay, fine. You got to get that. And then he disqualifies him. Disqualifies him. He's not here, so he's disqualified. And then he shows up, and he's just in the race. He's just in the race. The race starts. He shows up like a few, like a minute later, and they just let, and somehow is able to catch up, beat the whole pack, get in front of everybody yeah. on what is established to be a very shitty motorcycle. Uh, but the announcer guy is narrating everything that's happening for the entire seven minutes of this motorcycle, yeah. or at least until they run off the field. So he just keeps going, like, Matthew Starr is now pulling ahead. Now, what's her name? She's in the front, and we can figure out, at this point, there's only three of them, so we yeah. know who's who. They're wearing Also, outfits. where are these speakers? <laughs> where is this guy's voice coming from? <laughs> everywhere! Because this race is like, the idea is that the track is kind of big, and yeah. it goes like, oh, it goes past some trees, and it's like around the turn, so like, ideally they could be separated from the pack when they turn on this fucking yeah. control thing. So they're far away from people. There's points they keep cutting back to people in the same place who are jumping and cheering, but you can't see that race no. from there anymore. They are very far away yeah, from Yeah, they're you. gone. Uh, and he's like, oh, now this one left the, now this one left the <clears> track. <throat> oh, this one's following. This one's following as well. Like, every single thing that happens, I was like, I can just... See it. Yeah. This isn't a radio play. Also, I'm how, are you, it how are you watching it? <laughs> is there a drone? Like, how are, you, how are you fucking seeing it? It makes so little sense yeah. to eventually Matthew Starr, like, they're being chased by the bad guys in the car who are using the fucking remote control. Uh-huh. Shep's following them in the van. Then a cop is following Shep. Shep uses his magical CB powers to fucking convince the cops that the that there's a, a possible abduction happening yeah. or whatever. Uh, but as they're in the... So they pull into this tunnel, and the guy's like, oh, they're in the tunnel, now no one can see them, turn off yeah. the motorcycle, we'll go get her. Matthew's right there with her. And instead of just putting her on his motorcycle that's not remotely yeah. controlled and driving away, he throws some rocks on the ground and then makes those rocks look like giant boulders that are blocking the road so that they'll stop their cars. Yeah, They then run... Through, through the them. rocks because they're a mirage. Yeah. And it which flips her out. As well, it fucking should. Yeah, this is one of the first times that someone is actually like, wait, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she actually acknowledges how fucking weird this show we is. She just walked through. Like, she's like, tell me, like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. We just walked through solid rocks. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I didn't see any rocks. What are you talking about? And it's like, she, so he's now just going to spend every episode mentally destroying some yeah. poor girl who's going to see his powers yeah. and gaslight her into thinking she's crazy. Because she's deeply concerned. Yeah. She's, she's like, very no. frightened. Yeah, why did I see that? Yeah, Am yeah. I going crazy? <laughs> and then, she, and and then, then he, they just make out He says something like, I think we need to work on our communication skills again. And she's like, oh, right. And they just start making out. Yeah. So fucking dumb. And then we get like a fucking... Well, first, okay, before we'll go back to one more moment. They take their knocked out, Matthew and Shep's knocked out bodies and yeah. put them in some sort of underground water tank. And they're handcuffed, chained to this ladder yeah. at the bottom of this water tank. Matthew can't use his powers because he's been drugged and he's like, keeps trying. And again, trying is looking intently and then that noise happens. Yeah. 
Uh, so he's trying to use his powers, trying to use his powers. Finally, Shep's like, you've got to do it now, Matthew, whatever. So Matthew is staring and somehow shoots a hole in the wall of the water tank. Yeah. That starts filling with water. But that doesn't make any sense, because why is the water on, on the, the outside, outside of the water tank underground? Like, they're under the ground, because yeah. they pop up out of this manhole when they finally get out, because yeah. eventually Matthew... Matthew said, well, first off, Matthew says the lie when he wakes up in that tank. He goes, looks like we're not in Kansas anymore. Is there another, is there a more hackneyed line in all of entertainment no. than that Wizard of Oz quote? Also, in a dark tank. Why can they see? <laughs> they are in a tank underwater. Why can they yeah. clearly see each other? It's insane. Uh, so then the water comes in. And the next shot, like, we get a shot of the race. It cuts back to them. And they are, like, up to their necks in water. It's yeah. almost completely full. It's, it's rushing in. And Matthew goes, I'm starting to feel like we're in some serious trouble here. And Shep goes, and, I, like, it took some time for the water to fill. Yeah. It wasn't, like, instant. And Shep goes, now, Matthew, now. And Matthew goes underwater and uses his power to, to break, break the, the chain. chains. Why did he wait until they were almost drowning? Just fucking keep trying to break yeah. the chain until you, it doesn't make any sense it's like every. It was like literally just head above water, but they were stuck. They weren't going to be able to like climb anymore. Right. They were about to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they also, while this race is happening, while the three of them, so Matthew and the other kind of bad guy racer are following her off this track. Presumably, the bad guy racer is concerned for her. I don't know why, but yeah. apparently he is. He's supposed to be a dickhead the whole time. He at one point we find out. He's, I guess he saw the bad mechanic fucking with, Mike, with Matt's bike. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I saw somebody fixing your bike with a blowtorch or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I, we find out later the guy cut Matthew's bike to pieces with his blowtorch. Uh, but he was fine with that. And then he goes to the, the evil mechanic. He's like, I told you a practical joke. I like, this is like, what did you do to Matthew? I'm not that like... I don't win races by default. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You cheat. You were just, you just admitted <laughs> to telling this guy to cut up his fucking motorcycle. You cheat to win. So what the fuck are you yeah. babbling about? But now apparently he's also a good guy because he's concerned for this girl. Yeah. So there, the three of them are like off track and they're riding through the streets and whatever. But they're having a very normally voiced conversation while yeah, this is happening. Not muffled in their helmets. They, they're all wearing helmets. They're on motorcycles that are seven or eight part, feet apart from each other. Very loud motorcycles, and they're just like, I can't control my motorcycle. And the other one's like, It's driving it's itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, and they're like, Oh, that's crazy. What are we going to do? Like, they're just having a fucking perfectly normal conversation. And then, so, uh, so then, uh, they fucking get off, whatever. She's safe. Every bad guys are in jail. And then, for some fucking reason, we get like a five minute tag on scene. He's back home. He's with the blonde from the beginning who was playing darts. Yeah. And he's ignoring her. She came over to play darts, which clearly meant fuck. Yeah. And he's ignoring her to make to work on putting his fucked up motorcycle back together. Because as yeah. her driving away, Shep says to him, uh, you know, uh, the government guy said we could keep one of the bikes. And he goes, oh, Ooh, yeah. Which goes, one? Well, wait till you see which one. And he looks over his shoulder and it's a pile of parts. And, and they goes, laugh. Ah, yeah, they both. Ah. Why is that funny to yeah. you? They just gave you a pile of garbage. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, hey, can you... She's like, well, I thought we were playing darts. And he's like, can you hand me that bolt or whatever? Like, yeah. He's just ignoring... He's, sit, he's wearing, like, a shitty garage guy's, like, yeah. jumpsuit for no reason. Like, he just has, which doesn't make any sense. And then Shep comes in, and they have this conversation about how Matthew's hung up on the fucking ra the race car girl, or the motocross girl. And he's saying how I'm going to give up on emotions and just focus on motorcycles. Because I, Chef's like, yeah, you got time for emotions. You're young. Experience the world. They have this dumb conversation. And uh, at the end, he says something about like, yeah, you got time for emotions when you're 50 or whatever. And Matthew's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't focus on motorcycles or some dumb line. And then that's it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why we need, like, no one gave a shit about that girl enough that we needed to, to know go back. how that story wrapped up. Yeah. It wrapped up like it always wraps up with, with him. him. He has being some a dick girl and, and then he's a dick and yeah. leaves. This is how it works. Yeah. We get it now. And it didn't... This isn't a... It's not different. We're not wrong. Yeah. He, she, she shows up. He's a dick. She gets mad and leaves. And then yeah. that's that. That's the whole... It's so fucking dumb, except for the fact that uh, Shep showed up dressed like Shaft at the end. And it oh, was yeah. Fucking dope. He had on, like, this brown leather blazer <laughs> and a fucking, like, cream turtleneck. Yeah. I was like, damn, Shep! <laughs> Killing it. 
Um, also, there's a moment that made me laugh because it's just it's real stupid, but it made me laugh. Um, so uh, the bad motorcycle guy and Shepard make up because uh-huh. he's like, "Hey, Shep, I got something I want to tell you." Or he's, like, "Hey, Star, I got something I want to tell you." He's like, yeah. what? And he says, "Your or your carburetor isn't hooked up right, and that's why you're not getting power in the straightaways." And Shep and Matt and Star's like, "Oh, I've got his respect or whatever to have this moment." And then the fucking reporter guy shows up and he's like I have an interview with a superstar racer Cliff Danes or whatever the band yeah. is same is like my people want to know the real dirt who's your favorite band and he goes well when I was a kid it was Herman's Hermits <laughs> until Oingo Boingo came on the scene and I was like so you only like bands that are made of two almost rhyming words that's, that's your musical taste until- it's Herman Hermits and then Oingo Boingo <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> also, no, that guy doesn't fucking listen to that. He does. He's clearly a cowboy guy. He's like the he, opposite of someone that would listen to Oingo Boingo. Boingo. He would go around beating up guys that listen to Oingo Boingo. Yeah, clearly, he's like wearing a vest and a cowboy hat all the time. Yeah, it's so fucking dumb. Uh, but at least I will say, and I'll say that about both these episodes, other than the fact that there is a very long like motorcycle scene that goes too long or whatever. Shit's happening. Yeah. As, as much as it's dumb that they got rid of the fucking high school part, because yeah. that was some sort of character they're, drama. I'm noticing that it's, cr- yeah. it's at a clip now. I'm not yeah. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. I didn't feel I like I needed to watch it at, at like double speed. Yeah, I don't feel the 45 minutes anymore. Yeah, it kind of goes relatively quickly. Which brings us to the next episode. That episode was called Racer's Edge. Yeah. Like Racer's Edge. Yeah. This one's called Dead Man's Hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is uh, in a casino. So the the premise here is that the government... So this guy running this casino is a major crime boss. Yeah. He uses his casino to get influential people in debt so that he can blackmail them into doing things. Into opening more, more casinos. casinos. it appears to be. I know, like a poker room in this particular yeah. episode. Uh, basically, he like sets them up to keep winning, 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 and eventually they'll bet it all where that's when he cheats them. Now, they don't have, now they're fucking in crazy yeah. debt. There's nothing they can do about it. He, then he, He'll rip up the check he, if yeah, they'll look the other way so he can build his tiny gambling room in a small town. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's like it's in Illinois sk- somewhere, but it's not Chicago. It's no, like Peoria I, I didn't recognize the name of the town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just a poker room. It's yeah, such it's a like weird... a gas station like slot machine place. That casino, but the casino in the episode is a real casino yeah. at least. It's like there's a lot of... It's, it's seventies as fuck. Oh yeah, it, which I which is fine. Like I, I that's actually the conceit. Like that's the Vegas. I like. yeah. I don't even like Vegas, but like that's the Vegas. When I was there, uh, I did this comedy festival there mm-hmm. last year. It was pretty fucking. I, it was pretty dope. But they had we were at this casino, kind of like on the old strip in downtown. Uh-huh. So it was like one of the older casinos. But the guy who owned the casino, I can't remember his name for years and years and years. He's I may be dead now or whatever. But he had this like luxury suite uh-huh. upstairs, and they were like, "That's going to be the artist lounge, and you can hang out in the luxury suite." Tight. Yeah. Uh, the luxury suite was made in the seventies. Yeah. And it was fucking dope. That's awesome. It's like a marble <laughs> bar that slides out from under a thing. Gold accents. Everywhere. Wood paneling. There was a, a marble bidet with gold yes. handles. It was the dopest <laughs> shit in the world. Uh, so. In this episode, I feel like the writers are starting to see the fucking writing on the wall, and they're just kind of having fun now. Yeah. Because in this episode, it starts with Matthew watching... Well, we get a little bit of the casino, and we see that there's some crooked shit going on. There's a very weird moment, by the way. I didn't want... I don't want to brush over this. Uh, The bad guy has a camera... A TV in his uh, office where he's said only... It's like a monitor that only shows this one table in his casino. I don't know why that's the security. It's just one table. Uh, but he's watching this guy. Then his henchman comes in. They have a conversation about like, "Oh, we're bad guys, bad guy, bad, yeah. bad guy shit." Uh, fire! He, he says uh, the, the count's real low on whatever table. He goes, "Oh yeah, uh, he's the fire the dealer." And he says, "Well, the de- you know his wife's in the hospital." And he goes, "Well, fire him. Of course he's distracted or whatever." So he's a bad yeah. Guy. A other a, a different guy, as far as we know, he seems to just be some sort of runner. But he clearly works there. He's got like a sequins vest. Yeah. He's clearly like a waiter or something. He comes in and he asks the main bad guy to sign this check, 
which is clearly part of his job. This guy's just doing his job. Hey, sir, yeah. I thought you could sign the check or whatever. He signs the check, and then that guy, the main bad guy, says something to the henchman, who then pulls a gun on this dude working there. We're ostensibly led to believe that he's about to murder him. Yeah. For what? He appears to be being murdered for just doing his job. Yeah. Like he's his, just, ju- he just is coming in to get this check signed. They don't even say that, like, this is that uh, dealer that they were going to fire. Yeah. And then we go, oh, fire means kill. These are bad guys. There's none of that established. Yeah. So as far as we know, this poor it's waiter like a payout is for getting somebody. murdered yeah. for <laughs> getting a check signed. It's fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, I think they're trying to show that they're, like, volatile or something. But, but they're, the not, most, they're not at yeah, all in the rest of the episode. They're super chill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very weird. But then we see Matthew, and he's watching a soap opera on television. And, and it's, it's Dallas. Clear, it's clearly Dallas because the ongoing story coming from the sound on the TV is who shot Big Baby as opposed yeah. to who shot Jr. And he's very intently watching. And then and Jeff, it's called Waco. It's called Waco <laughs> instead of Dallas, which is the end, which is the yeah. last reveal of the scene, which I did. I, laugh I laughed forever. Uh, it's like, good for you. Uh, Shep walks in. He's like, "Oh, Matthew, how can you watch this garbage?" It gives TV a bad name or whatever. And I'm like, you're currently on the worst television show I've ever seen. Yeah. Maybe don't shit talk on yeah. the TV. Uh, but Shepard then slowly, like, so, yeah, like, he does he that does, bit where uh, he, he, like, like sl- his speech slows because he's starting to pay attention, attention to it. And then he has to sit down and he's like, Matthew, shush, I'm watching the show or whatever. Yeah. You have no idea what's happening. Why would you give a shit so intently yeah. in a scene that you know nothing about? It makes no sense. Then uh, it goes to commercial and Shepard's like, we have to wait? What? He goes, oh, it's 60 seconds, and then we'll find out who did it. And then their rings Their rings go off. And they're like, we have to go, and we don't get to see who fucking shot Big Baby. (laughs) Just wait 60 seconds! Yeah. That's not a long period. It's not, there is no reason at Earth for you to not just wait 60 seconds and then go show up and meet this guy. They'd have no fucking idea. It took you an extra minute to get here. (laughs) It's so fuck. like, don't say the 60 second line then. Yeah. Right? Just don't say that line. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, the government tells him, okay, you gotta infiltrate this fucking casino. Yeah. Uh, so Shep pretends, well, first off, Shep is not pretending. He is clearly a very good card cheat. Yeah. Because he, he, this is such a weird scene. So the, the main bad guy and his henchmen are having a bad guy and henchman conversation. He's telling them yeah. crime shit to do. Uh, and then Shepard Shep just, just walks, walks into in. his office and is standing there. But they don't notice him at first, and they say something like some evil thing, and again, and like he an evil laugh, along. and he laughs along. And they're like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" He goes, "Oh, I just want to talk to you, sir. Is that okay?" And they like pat him down, and then they're like, "Sure, oh, sit I down. guess." Like, depends on what you have to say. <laughs> That's not how you infiltrate a mob boss yeah. by just walking into his office and being like, hey, can I do crime for you? Hey. Which is exactly what he does. <laughs> yeah. He shows up, he says, he's like, uh, hands him a deck of cards, tells the guy to shuffle it. They cut to the fakest stunt hands that do not belong <laughs> to that man who does like a big flourishy shuffle, yeah. cutting and flipping the cards. And it cuts back to that old guy just like intently staring at his, not his hands. And it cuts back to like some 20 <laughs> year old's hands. Yeah. Uh, and then Shep takes it, fucks with it for a second, and then he deals out three hands, and he's like, that's a flush, that's a straight, that's yeah. four of a kind, and lo and behold, They're they like, are. Wow. Oh, wow. And he's like, I used to work, he's like, ah, you're a hell of a mechanic, where'd you used to work? As well as I worked for Wolfson and uh, Atlantic, Atlantic City, City. Uh, but now I want to work for you or whatever. But, like, why is Shepard a great card cheat? Yeah. You don't think maybe that comes up? He doesn't have magical powers. Yeah. Like, if Matthew had went in and done that, big like, oh, he's using oh, his magical it's obviously powers. Obviously, it's the, the casinos they have on their planet. <laughs> they, I, it has to be. It has to be. They've, got, has... they've got hospitals. They've got all, yeah, they've dolphins. They've photographs. Got suit, uh, they have suit. cameras. They have cameras. Yeah. Uh, Why don't they have casinos? <laughs> it, it's just, that just really <clears> bugged <throat> me. Uh, it turns out Wolfson in Atlantic City is this guy's biggest fucking. Uh, uh, his biggest competitor or whatever. Like, he really had like, a rivalry. makes no fucking sense. Whatever. He hates Wilson. Wilson hates him. Uh, Matthew Shepard tells him that he's on the run, that Wilson put a hit out on him because he... Uh, uh, he stole Wilson's girl. Yeah. And he didn't have a, so he's high, he's laying low. Uh, which, if I'm the mob boss, I'm like, oh, I don't want your fucking trouble yeah. here. Get, no. no, they're like, oh, you oh, stole his lady. Like, huh? like, he, he literally goes, get this man a cigar. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> um, so while he's 
improbably infiltrating this mob boss, Matthew has worked his way into being a magician's assistant for the magician show at the hotel who's terrible. Yeah. He can't do any of the tricks. Oh, he's got the three rings. Yeah, he's they don't come prime. apart. He yeah. used to be great, but now he stinks. And Matthew goes up and uses his magic to make the guy's tricks work. Yeah. Uh, and then and this guy just believes that he just, he's doing it. It doesn't make... Like, one of the tricks is, oh, that hat's supposed to turn into a, a potted plant and then float. So Matthew does that. Except, one, there's no way he would know what the potted plant is supposed to look like. Yeah. Like, if that is a trick that you have, that a, you make this hat turn into a potted plant. Yeah. You have a gimmicked hat, you have a gimmicked potted plant, they are two very specific things. Yeah. So how the fuck is Matthew just able to do that? And the guy go like, oh, I guess I pulled it off this time. Yeah. He's so, like, you gave me my, what did he say? My confidence You back. gave me my confidence back. No. Now I'm able to do magic again. No, he did magic. He <laughs> yeah. just did he fucking magic. real magic. Um, uh, and then everybody loves him. Yeah. I love the crowd when he's failing. Yeah, they they just him. keep... They, and there's way too many crowd reaction shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like... like there's like 10. <laughs> but they just keep cutting to these tables of people like... Oh. Burr, 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 the like magic, slow clapping. The magic is so... They go back to him doing magic. He does multiple tricks. Yeah. There is no reason to show us Matthew using his magic to make the guy's magic work multiple times. Yeah. You do it once, we get it, move on. He does it like three times, yeah. and then he gets his like, oh, let me be your assistant. And the guy's like, oh, I can't pay you much. He's like, oh, it's fine. I just want to be a mag- I want to be a magician or yeah. whatever. Uh, and they do like the fucking, oh, I'm going to stick you in the, like you put you in the box. In the and, like, chamber cut you of in death or whatever. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which Matthew then, I guess, teleports out of to go look at something. Yeah. Because at one point he's like unconscious. I kind of, Zoned out, but uh, I think that's what happened. Yeah. Well, then they open it up and they're like, Matthew, He's Matthew. And he, it's because, yeah, because he teleported. Right. And then he goes, Oh, I fell asleep and just smiles at them. And they're like, That's okay. Like during the live show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the girl by the, so there's a girl from the audience. So, all right. So the other thing going on here is there is a cop from this town in Illinois. Yeah. Who they say, they make a point of saying he is. A straight, he's like the last straight cop, and they wanted to open this poker room there, but he got in the way because yeah. he's this fucking uh, do good fucking Boy Scout cop. And yeah, that so so their plan is to have the henchmen approach him, tell him about a rigged blackjack game where he can make a bunch of money. Yeah, to which the guy immediately agrees. Yeah. I thought he was a Boy Scout good cop. Yeah. What the fuck? Now he's cheating a casino. Yeah. I also, one, I don't... (laughs) On vacation with his family. With his wife and kid, because his daughter (laughs) is in the front row of this fucking magic magic show. show. She gets brought up on stage as a volunteer, and now Matthew's in the fucking Yeah, she's just a new person for Matthew to make out with. Right. By the way, that that actress was also the female lead in American Ninja. Oh. Uh, She's in a a Friday the 13th. She had herself a little career. Um, Dude, when they when the the husband like the cop walks around the corner and he's like, oh yeah, I won at blackjack the first time when they're yeah, like, like setting I was him three up times in a row or whatever. and like she's like, oh well, you know, like the the, the wife, wife is wife. being a little reticent and he's yeah. like, come on, live it up, we're on vacation, yeah, we haven't had a vacation in fifteen years, and then the girl is playing the slots and just appears she and comes she's like, Dad, over. it's so weird, <laughs> you and won, she- like she could hear their conversation from the slot room. <laughs> She also, I like they don't make a point of saying how old she is. Yeah, but she acts like she's fourteen years old. Yeah, she's like daddy, daddy. She acts like a child. Yeah, but she's also gambling. So I don't understand yeah. the age here. She's gambling and she's having a drink at the, the magic her show. Her and Matthew have a drink that I don't know. They sip it like it's a drink. Yeah, you know what I mean. They don't have like it's not like a soda with a straw in yeah. it. Yeah, or something to delineate. No, it's in a thing. rocks glass. It's in a fucking rocks glass yeah. that they sip. <laughs> On. And clink. They're like, a cheers. It really <laughs> fucking bugged me. Uh, there's a lot going on in this episode. So yeah. that is going to be the main... Like, So that is the guy that apparently the government has brought in Matthew and Shep to prevent from being fucking uh, blackmailed or whatever. Yeah. There is some sort of book somewhere. They, they have, The government has found out that he has kept... This guy kept, keeps notes of all oh, a of record these, of all of his, all of his dirty doings, right? Yeah. So if they get the book, they can take him down. They sent two FBI agents, and after it, they disappeared. So he's yeah. a bad dude. 
Meanwhile, Wolfson from Atlantic City has shown up, and he is the pimpinest of pimps. Yeah, he that is, coat. Is this black dude? By the way, amazing. I looked. Oh, he has the biggest fur coat. It's, it's like giant. It's so full. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it looks like it's like two feet out from his shoulders. Yeah. it's it's gigantic. Uh, the actor's name, by the way, is Raymond Saint Jock. Fucking Ooh, yeah. love it. It's real good. <laughs> That's a real good name. Uh, he shows up in Atlanta in in Vegas for. No discernible reason. Yeah. Uh, but he goes to this. He goes to this guy's casino uh, to like give him shit. Like he literally just shows up to be like, "Fuck you." The guy's the guy yeah. was like, "Oh, he's like, how's your business doing? It's better than yours." And they're just like, "It's a very like I don't understand the yeah. purpose of this." You flew visit. across the country just to come be a dick. It's, <laughs> there's a thing that happens in this episode. It happened in the previous episode as well. Where uh, the so in the previous episode the the bad garage guy says to Shep like I know all about the motocross scene and I have never heard of you yeah. or your team or your boy racer or whatever and he goes oh we may not be that big but you know we're coming up on whatever. the east coast and then the bad guy goes I got a call from Ribaldi in Pittsburgh turns out they are a fake what the fuck are you talking about yeah who is Ribaldi in Pittsburgh and how does he possibly know that yeah this doesn't it just that argument makes no sense and that happens here again where they're like we'll put in a call back east and get some information or whatever and they go to call back east and they're like yeah that guy worked with, it turns out that guy was the head of Wolfson's entire operation yeah says who what I, it, uh, uh, it's very hard it's yeah. very confusing so then the main bad guy tells uh, Wolfson he's like oh I got a friend well he's, he says it because he's gonna he wants to give him, he wants to rub in his face that he has t- stolen this employee who has also stolen Wilson's girl as far yeah. as he knows. So he goes to Wilson's like I got an old friend to introduce you to. And I thought it's like why would you ch- why? Yeah, why are you, you doing know this? he wants to murder this guy. Why are you going to put them in a room together? <laughs> uh, so he walks up Chef's eating dinner and he goes so, how is it working for Wolfson? And Shep literally just goes, like, gives him a thumbs down, like oh. an actual thumbs down. Oh, it's, it's the pits, he it says. It stinks. Yeah, it was the pits. <laughs> such a weird thing. And then Wolfson walks in, and Shep's like, oh, shit. And Wolfson plays along. He goes, oh, Greer. Yeah. Sorry about that hit, but, you know, I just lost my head for a minute or whatever. Yeah. And then later we see him approach Shep, because I don't know who you are, but yeah, you're I don't clearly, know what grift you're, you're running. Playing a, I don't know what kind of grift you're running, but I want a piece of it. Yeah. At which point Matthew, like, at which point he pulls up his cane and there's like, and he like pushes a button and a big knife shoots yeah. out the bottom of it in his face. More canes with knives in it. <laughs> yeah. please. That's cool. I feel like that was a thing back in the day and it just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. More canes with knives in it, please. Uh, Matthew shows up and like magic powers the cane out of his hand and then fucking uh, drives his car, shep jumps in and drives yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the so, way he jumps on the car. It's very ginger. He doesn't jump in the car. He just like lays, lays on the side of it it's a, and it's just a, holds it's on. A, it's a convertible so the top yeah. is open and you think, oh, he's just going to jump into the open car. Yeah. He just lays alongside like the, of it very length, gingerly. The length of his body <laughs> along the length of the car and he just holds on. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Very funny. Uh, well, and they show him driving out of the garage for a, way too long. It's a very long shot. Uh, I don't understand not only why this cop would like the cop shows up like he brings the, the bad guy brings the cop in because basically t- like, they run the grift on him Shep is part of the grift yeah he's the the dealer that's dealing him the bad cards or whatever uh, and they, they run the grift on him the guy the cop shows up and he goes oh it's you or whatever uh, and he's like you you know let me open my poker room and this check will disappear this bill will disappear or whatever yeah. and the guy's like ah oh, there's no way I'm doing that uh why would you even play in this guy's? Because you know him. Yeah. You clearly, this 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 scene establishes you know who he is. You understand he's the guy that wanted to put this poker thing in your room. You clearly know him. Why are you even playing it? Staying in this fucking hotel in the first place? Yeah. If you're such a goody two, uh, they really just fucked that character all up. Yeah. He then goes to like uh, his wife, and he's like, "Oh, I can't. Like, I'm not going to be able to." He goes, I can't, like, I, how am I going to tell our daughter I can't afford college? Yeah. We've lost everything, but I can't fucking go back and be a dirty cop or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Matthew and Shep are walking around. They find this computer room where Matthew goes, oh, there's a big power source back there. I don't think, it's, where is it? I wrote it down. Uh, wait, I'm picking up on an energy source, and I don't think it's a pastrami on rye. 
What? Why would it be in a pastrami <laughs> on rice? Why would that be an energy source? That line makes no... And it's not even like the doorstep kitchen. Yeah. And behind that, there's this. it's a fake thing and yeah. it's locked. And oh, there's a computer in or there. It's a Jewish deli. So there's deli. a line... So the line, at least, like, oh, like that should like that's not food back there. It's too big of an energy source. Would make sense. There's none of that. It's just a utility closet. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> and there's this big fucking booping, booping, booping computer yeah. back there. It's literally going like beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the henchmen catch them in the act. They then have like a five minute Aaron Sorkin walk and talk where they try to explain to us the plot of this computer and how so. The bad guy has two desks on his phone. Yeah. On his, uh, two phones on his desk. <laughs> one's red, one's brown. Shep sees him pick up the red phone, make some notes in a notebook, and put it back down. And uh, he can tell that like he's the, he's writing down results like horse of horse names. races. Yeah. Uh, and he starts saying he's saying this to Matthew. Matthew goes, "Oh wait, but those aren't real races. I know all the races because earlier we had seen the magician guy. He plays all the ponies, and he knows. Yeah. All. He's like, oh, that one didn't run good, and it say that one threw his fucking. How does he remember all that? Whatever, that's a gambler thing. Like, oh, that doesn't bother me so much. Uh, but Matthew sees that and says, oh, but that's like, that's a fake race. Yeah. And then Shepard and him explain the most convoluted, because you have any idea what the fuck they were talking no. about? It's very confusing. Somehow, this computer, so Shep says, like, this computer, all the storage is empty. So it's taking in all this information, but it's not keeping any of the information. Yeah. It, if I understand it right, it sent, it takes in the information from all of his gambling locations, uh-huh. sends them to another computer that calls the bad guy with a voice that gives that tr- it, the second computer translate like encodes all of the other information, the gambling information as horse races. Yeah, that is then sent to the other the bad guy who speech. he then writes that da- he then writes it down. Just keep like. Just keep it in the computer. Like, if Do the argument here's the thing: if the argument is that you don't keep it on the computer because you don't want a record of it anywhere, yeah. then why the fuck are you writing it yeah. down? Like, if the if the idea is well, the code of the fake races will protect the information, but just keep the code in the goddamn computer. Yeah, I don't understand if there's like, uh, you're just, just filling notebooks it's, with. <laughs> there's, there's so many. Imagine how many notebooks it has to be. Apparently, yeah. it's one. Yeah, it's only one. Uh, they are going to fucking uh, shoot like they get to like this whole th- conversation happens as they're walking them to kill them, uh, and then Matthew uses his brain powers to turn the knob on this like steam valve that shoots steam at the bad guys and lets them run away. Yeah. At which point Shep goes, "Looks like you've developed a new power." No, he hasn't. <laughs> that is the power to move things with his mind. Yeah. It's the only power he's had the entire time. <laughs> it's the first power he's had. Yeah. It's the one he's had the longest. Who wrote this fucking show? I'm getting mad at this show. I'm legitimately getting mad at this There was no rolling trash can in this one. No, there wasn't. I'll nothing that. rolled away this time. Good. Um, Matthew astral project. Well, he astral projects into the computer room. That's when they yeah. get caught. He then runs upstairs... To get the book before the bad guy can destroy it, I guess. Yeah. The good cop runs into Shep. He's like, he knows Shep was in on the fucking grift. So he's going to beat up Shep or whatever. He's like, tell your boss to rip up that check. I don't give a shit, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And Shep kind of like, we don't see what he says. But he sends Matthew upstairs and he's like, he kind of grabs the good cop. They're going to yeah. clearly have some sort of conversation. Star goes upstairs, gets the book by using... Avery, I'm getting angry. <laughs> he walks into the full casino floor. There's yeah. people playing cards. There's people playing uh, craps and whatever. Everyone's dressed. Everyone's to the dressed nines. in the nines. Very classy. He then makes like a tornado, a windstorm, a windstorm in the casino that's <laughs> yeah. blowing money and chips and, and everything, and, and people and off people balance. People are being blown <laughs> sideways. Everybody is like, "What the fuck is going on?" It manages to blow the book out of the bad guy's hand and into Matthew's hand. How does no one in that room have any questions <laughs> about this fucking windstorm? Did you see that they cut? <laughs> I don't. I really hope this isn't the explanation because this would be so stupid. They cut to the vent. <sighs> I didn't see them cut they to cu- the vent. They cut. There's a quick cut to the air vent. So I did. They at guess... least have like streamers on the air vent to show it blowing. Yeah, no. Ah, 
fuck you! But like, but even air conditioning commercials do that. Yeah. You put the little streamers, think, so you get the idea that wind's coming. I out. think that the the people at the casino the- were supposed to believe that it was like malfunctioning air conditioning. It made me so angry. It made me so angry. Yeah. He gets the fucking book. They run that. He, the bad guy runs away. He chases the bad guy downstairs. Yeah. Uh, also, Jeff, when when did Matt start to be able to summon the wind? <laughs> that's the new power. Not turning the fucking knob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um. He goes. Uh, uh, Matthew. Uh, the bad guy runs past Shep, and Shep's like standing there, kind of like trying to be inconspicuous, or whatever. Yeah. Star runs and he stops him, and and Star's like, "What are you doing? He's gonna get away." And then the good guy, the good cop, who is a criminal, who is just tried to defraud this casino, yeah. uh, steps out and punches the guy as he's running away. And then his wife steps over his unconscious body. And they just fucking leave. Yeah. They don't wait for the cops. They're not, and they don't give a shit. He just punches this guy and walks away. It makes no Vacation's fucking sense. Vacation's over, honey. <laughs> uh, um, and fucking Shep goes, how would you, well... There is a scene when uh, the good guy cop is talking to his wife and he's saying, like, how are we going to tell her that she can't have college? Yeah. Maybe she's going to be a waitress or a car hop. Uh, And the (laughs) wife says, or a magician's assistant. And he's like, oh, don't even joke about that. And then they turn and she's on stage being the magician's assistant because Matthew couldn't do the gig because he had to go save the day or whatever. And she, he's like, oh, God, no, not a magician's assistant. And later, (laughs) Shepard says to Matthew, uh... He, uh, he like after he sees the guy punch him, he goes, "How would you like it if your daughter was a magician's assistant? What's so bad? I guess I'd be fine with it. If yeah, it, if it paid her money they and she liked it. doing it, like I don't. Why is that? They such hate a, it. They're so upset at the idea of that. It just doesn't. It's so weird. Uh, and then they're at the fucking show again, and uh, she like the guy's like, "Oh, thanks for giving me my confidence back, or whatever." Yeah. And she says, like, she kisses Matthew for some fucking reason. Like, if you ever make it to Wyoming or to wherever Illinois, yeah. look me up. She kisses him because that has to happen in the episode. And then there's a little interaction with Matthew and Shep where they go like, oh, I think he'll find her. Like, he's like, who's going to help him now? And they cut to the stage and there's a, it's the magician. And the next magician is a guy in a red chicken suit. And then they go, looks like he's on his own again. And they <laughs> laugh, laugh, laugh. Freeze frame credits. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I forgot about the chicken. <laughs> Why is there's a guy in a chicken suit? Looks but it's, like a, it's red. It's red. It's a red top to bottom chicken suit. And huge. Cardinal. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's like he's a, it looks like Big Bird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why does that mean he's on his own again? He's not. He's got a guy in a chicken suit, presumably, to be the magician's yeah. assistant who's just in a chicken suit. I. It's, it's dumbfounding yeah. the writing that's happening on this show now, which is making it actually more fun to watch. Yeah, um, we're getting close to the end. Yeah, I think they. If I have predictions, I think they're going to just have given up completely on the fucking alien shit. Yeah, like as far as like the mom or the quadris. Yeah, they going not to. Come- they have not gone back it up to it again. since the mom, yeah, and they haven't hinted at it since this sort of reboot. Yeah, uh, so I think it's. We're just going to be watching over. this show for the rest of however yeah. long it takes. Uh, anything you want to plug? This will be out on Thursday. Uh, yeah, I mean, just same as I'll be headlining Punch. Oh, word. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, at Avery Reed Moore on uh-huh. Twitter. On Twitter. At Little Miss Popovich on, <laughs> on the gram. Go Spurs go. Go Spurs go. I'm at Chris Cubis on all social media. Please leave us a little five-star rating and a little review on the iTunes. It's super nice of you, and it takes yeah. like five minutes. Uh, tell your friends if you like it. Uh, again, we're going to be watching The Cape next. I'm in re- I've been recording those episodes with uh, Mac Blake at the moment. And let me tell you, uh, it's like a fine fucking wine. <laughs> it's like a sorbet cleansing your palate after watching Matthew <laughs> Star. It's pretty fucking fun. Uh, I will see you next week. Bye.